G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. For so many of us, we'll be familiar with the work of Teen Challenge. It is an amazing Christian organisation that recognises that addiction is only a symptom of underlying issues. Our special focus today on the challenges of overcoming life-controlling problems like addiction. And that might extend to the idea of self-harm or eating disorders, anxiety and depression. We're talking about restoring hope and rebuilding lives, creating a second chance for so many young people. Well, Teen Challenge in Australia traces its roots to the organisation founded on the streets of New York City as far back as 1958 by Pastor David Wilkerson. If you've been a Christian for a long time, you might know that name. His ministry exploded onto the silver screen in the 1970s. The movie The Cross and the Switchblade starred Eric Estrada as Nicky Cruz and Pat Boone as Pastor David Wilkerson. Well, today there are over 1,400 Teen Challenge organisations around the globe. Now, special guest today, Joanne Hobbs, is Executive Director of Teen Challenge in the state of Queensland with successful programs for men and women focused on restoring hope and building lives. Joanne Hobbs, a special welcome along to 2020. Thanks so much, Neil. Joanne, uh, some people are so broken when they come to you, you recognise that it's only God that can reach into a heart to bring healing to people. Uh, This is uh, perhaps an idea that we hold more closely because we're Christians. What are your thoughts about people coming to you? And they are really broken. Yeah, absolutely, Neil. By the time they come to Teen Challenge, obviously we often say that we're that ministry that's at the bottom of the cliff catching those that have, you know, fallen over the cliff. And uh, when they come to us, there is a real level of brokenness in them that we recognize only God can reach into those areas of brokenness to put all the pieces back together. However, along with that, it's really important um, that we understand and we do understand very clearly how to do rehab and how to do that well and the best practices around that. And I guess one of my favorite sayings is is that um, it's God plus best practice that equals success in this space. I love it when you say how to do rehab and how to do it well because Teen Challenge has a 50-year experience in that, fine-tuning and bringing into there some principles that you know work. And some people will say, isn't rehab just hit and miss? Uh, But you've got a tremendously high success rate. Uh, What do you put that down to, Joanne? Yeah, look, you know, we do have a really high success rate in Teen Challenge. And, you know, it is a very challenging sector that we work in. Um, you know, those that are coming to us that have addictions. But we always say that's the, the addiction really is just a symptom of what the underlying problem is. 
So we've understood that it is not just about the addiction. You can get anyone off drugs by putting them in a detox, but that's not the answer to it. It's the answer is, is really looking at what got them there in the first place and how can we bring healing to them? How can we reach those areas in their life so that they can live the productive life that God uh, really meant for them? So when we talk about these things from a Christian foundation, we're talking about a more holistic approach. It's not just detoxing someone off drugs because there may be lots of government detoxes that people can somehow rather get into. But Teen Challenge, you've been working with these issues around the whole person and so looking at these underlying issues and drawing attention to those underlying issues, uh, you know, how do you how do you go about that? Is there special classes, or is it all about the lifestyle that people are in when they're coming along into a teen challenge rehab? Uh, what's the way that you can sort of bring in this whole holistic idea? Well, look, you know, recovery is really a journey now. It's not something that you know, but someone comes into our centres and. It's a journey and so we have a 12-month program and it's through that, that 12 months that through the different um, groups that we run, the uh, health professionals that we have around these young people as well. So it's on that journey that that's where the discovery is made and it really is a journey of discovery because many of those young people that come into our services, you know, they don't really understand what it is that's driving them. What is it that got me to this place and that's the thing that we walk side by side. We have caseworkers that get to know these young people in our programs extremely well and really able to help them to identify these things and really, you know, it, when they come to that place of seeing that, then there is a real breakthrough with us being able to help them to journey through that. So it's one thing to take that pill at a party or start to smoke uh, marijuana or, or get onto some harder drugs, uh, not to minimise just how hard marijuana really is. But it's that question, why did I do that in the first place? What swept me along to that point? And there's some, no doubt, interesting insights uh, that we might be able to talk about uh, as to why young people are driven to, and it's let's not even just re- reduce that to young people, but people in general are driven to a point where they will take that pill or that particular drug. And there's many reasons around this because, you know, it's not just sometimes you'll look at those that are in a party situation and it'll be just an experiment for them because their peers are doing it. There's peer pressure there. And sometimes that's just the thing that happens. But many times with the ones that we're talking about with long-term addiction, it really comes from underlying issues. And some of that is around abuse, neglect, fatherlessness, a whole range of things that you know bring people to that place of brokenness, depression, bullying, a whole range of things. Okay, now the possibilities for recovery, and this is important, I guess, when we talk about when you've got a 50-year experience, you've got a fine-tuned, wonderful program that draws attention to this holistic nature of getting uh, through detox and then on to a place of recovery. Some people will be saying, you know, I've got family members, they've got addictions and all sorts of things, wondering whether it's even possible at all to actually overcome a drug addiction. When you've got an organisation like Teen Challenge uh, sitting there in the middle of a city, you just know that there's a level of hope. 
Absolutely. And I think that this is the area where people feel like they, they are hopeless in it because particularly if they're dealing with a loved one who are co- is really caught up in addiction and has been for some time, there's, you know, brokenness in that whole family because it's not a pretty scene when you're having to deal with that. We understand that it can get a person to that place of hopelessness. But, you know, we serve a God of all hope. And, you know, this, uh, what we have seen over 50 years that we have been here in Queensland is that there are thousands of people that we can tell stories about of saying, yes, there is definitely hope. You know, this is not a hopeless situation and it is something, a war that we can win. I've been onto your website and I've read some of those testimonies, people who've gone through your program and absolutely amazing results. And so when we talk about this hope, it's not just for the person who is uh, under the, uh, the constraints of that addiction. But it's families who feel like they're at a wit's end. They can't. They feel like there's no hope, and they've lost their child, or their brother, or their sister. Uh, this is a challenging thing for families. Families need to know that there is a resource like Teen Challenge there to be the you know the circuit breaker that can can change the whole direction. Look, you know, if I can just speak into that because we have, you know, these. Um, People that come into our services, many of them have really had broken relationships with their families because it's at this time that, um, you know, they are at their lowest point. And so they've often stolen off their families. They've lied. They have, you know, been um, aggressive with their families. There's been a whole range of things that have happened. So they often come with broken family relationships But, you know, for Teen Challenge, it's not just about that person in our program, but it's about the families that are connected to them. And so we have a family support worker. We work work together with that person in our service, plus we work together with the families. And we have seen amazing, um, uh, you know, reuniting of families. And it's um, it's just one of those things that you look at and you think this is a ripple effect it's not just that person, but statistically, they say up to 18 people, which I believe is actually more than that. I think that's a conservative amount. Up to 18 people are affected by one person's addiction. So you imagine you help that one person and it is a ripple effect. It's a matter of saying, how do we change direction here and literally change the lives of future generations? Because if you can rescue someone from the brink uh, as you say, you're at the bottom of the cliff, Joanne, and you're in some some ways uh, looking to clean up uh, what's happened when things go bad. But if you can rescue someone at the top of the cliff, you can save future generations. Uh, let me ask you too, and I, I do want to just cut to the chase because it is so serious dealing with these areas of addiction because while some people come through, others who refuse help or feel like they're beyond help, often, oftentimes can end their lives. Uh, the issue of suicide and drug addiction, this is one of the more serious things that so many families are struck by, and grief and loss and dreadful things when someone takes their lives. No doubt you're hearing stories about this all the time. No doubt you have at times where you say, if only we'd had con- connection there, there might have been some hope. What are your thoughts for families, perhaps who've lost someone because of drug addiction? Look, you know, Neil, it is, you know, I guess a, one of those things where as a mother myself, you feel you can only um, 
imagine what that would be like to lose a child or to lose a sister, a brother, someone that is close to you through um, drug addiction, through overdose, through taking their own lives because of desperation. And, you know, we have faced that, unfortunately, many times. And, you know, that for us, it is about, wow, what could have happened if we did have some sort of connection? But, you know, at the crux of all of this, it is always comes down to our free will and our choice. And unfortunately, you know, um, you can only help a person to the place that they're willing for you to get involved to help them. And, you know, while some people are so desperate and they feel like there is no answer, I want to say to them, there is an answer and there is a hope. And for those that have lost loved ones, you know, our heart cries out for you and we really do feel so deeply for you. But if you do know someone that's in the grips of addiction, I want you to know that there is hope. And there are people out there that can help, and Teen Challenge is one of those. A biblical perspective on life, culture, and current events. This is 2020 on Vision Christian Radio. 1-800-316-316 to join in our conversation. Our special guest is Joanne Hobbs. Joanne is Executive Director of Teen Challenge in Queensland. You can respond to our Facebook post. How hard is it to see the possibilities for your life when you are in a state of brokenness? Let's take some calls. Peter is on the line from Logan in Queensland. Hello, Peter. Welcome. Yeah, good morning. Um, thank you for letting me have to say what I'd like to say. Um, I'm very nervous at the moment, I'll say that. That's okay. Um, as a 59-year-old 50, man, I smoked marijuana for over 42 years. Let me just say that. I've had a, a big think, lots of prayer, lots of prayer. Um, first of all, I do not condone um, social or recreational smoking and marijuana. Um I've had a lot of slack given to me by the marijuana parties about my attitude on it. I say that based on my own experience that marijuana has um, 75% destroyed my life, um, my family's life, my children's life, my wife's life. Peter, just let me just jump in here and ask you if you've ever had some attempts to get free from your marijuana addiction. Um, three years ago, I went cold turkey after 41 years, or 40 years. Um, I went cold turkey for three months, completely on my own, without support, without anybody else in my home except for me and Jesus. Um, I couldn't continue. Um, I found that I wasn't able to sleep, I wasn't able to eat. I realised I was addicted. Um, the, the hardest part is in my life, sorry. Let's hear from our guest today, Joanne Hobbs. And uh, Peter's story, no doubt one you've heard many times as well, but uh, a lot of people will be surprised that you can be addicted to a drug like marijuana for over 40 years. What are your thoughts for Peter? Yeah, Peter, I think, first of all, I want to say how brave it is that you actually um, embarked on this to try and get off marijuana on your own. And I hear that you were saying that um, you found that very difficult. So can I just hear the rest of your story? Did you, what happened after that three months? Um, look, you know, honestly, I reached out to church to help walk with me and they stopped walking with me. And as a result of that, um, I went back to my old ways of um, self-protection. Um, the saddest part of me is the fact that today people seem to think that marijuana 
one and doesn't harm your health. First of all, I had two primary cancers in my lungs, one in each lung. And yes, I smoked cigarettes, but I'll be honest, marijuana, anything you smoke that goes into your lungs will produce a bad health. Peter, um, there's a lot of points here you're making, and I wonder whether we might just turn the blowtorch on ourselves for a few moments here. And uh, Joanne, when people say, I did turn to my church for help and they weren't able to help me or they stopped helping me or maybe they started off with good intentions but then things fizzled out. Uh, lots of things can happen in church life and uh, no doubt as Teen Challenge you work alongside local churches but you need some specialised input here. What are your thoughts for Peter Was he, when he, as he says, you know, I, I tried to connect with my local church but they weren't able to help? And look, sometimes, uh, Neil, it's just really the um, fact that they're not equipped. They don't really ha- have the understanding. They're just not equipped to be able to give the assistance and help, which is where I say, look, you know, we all have our areas of expertise. So my encouragement to churches or other organisations, you know, if you don't have the expertise, please refer them on somewhere. Refer them on to Teen Challenge or somewhere else where they actually have that expertise and they can get the support that's needed. But, you know, Peter, there is support out there. And, um, you know, it would be, I think, so great for you to reach out, you know, uh, to to just to organisations, you know, Teen Challenge or others where we can refer you on or we can give you some of that real support and help that you need. Peter, um, I wonder honesty, I wonder whether honesty, we might I'm take a, a moment. In, my life. I'm at, in all honesty, I'm at a point in my life where I'm authorised for medicinal cannabis now. Um, I've decided to keep going on that path, not to stop. I will pass away in the next two years of cancer. I'm trying to make my life comfortable as possible. There are other drugs I could be taking, like morphine, which I choose not to. Mm. So I do believe that it is right for medicinal purposes, but through doctors only, not for self-medication. Yeah, we sometimes tackle those sorts of things, and there's uh, there's a lots of sides to the argument, and uh, oftentimes we'll come down on the side of uh, all marijuana is bad. Uh, but Peter, let me, if you wouldn't mind, uh, would you like me to pray for you just uh, briefly before we go to the news? Is that okay if I pray? Mate, I don't mind that because I have about another thousand people around the world praying for me at the same time. So feel free to jump in on the on the queue. Yep. Okay. Let me let me lead a prayer because no doubt there'll be others listening into our conversation who are going through the same sorts of things you are. Loving God, thank you for Peter, Lord, that he has this admission that he has a long addiction. Lord, we ask for your intervention to come, as he says, Lord, just you and him. But Lord, I pray you bring around him, support people who can see him to a place where he can be freed from his addiction. Lord, let his testimony be one of being free and not, Lord, a testimony that contains a critique of those who are around him. Bring your special blessing, bring your intervention, bring love and purpose into his life, we pray in Jesus' precious name. Peter, thank you so much for your call. We're about to take some more calls. But Joanne, let me ask you just quickly, as people are thinking, what does Teen Challenge do? Uh, You put people through detox and then into a, uh, a situation where they can 
go through, through this restoration recovery. Just give us a little explanation how that works very quickly for people who are wondering how that works for, for Teen Challenge. Sure. So when someone gets in contact with us, we... Um First of all, get them into detox because it's important that they're detoxed before they come into our facilities. We have residential facilities in Toowoomba and uh, we have a separate men's and women's um, centres and it's there where they uh, undertake a program that that Teen Challenge has developed over many years and it's through that time that there is, you know, a whole lot of restoration that happens in their lives, a whole lot of hope that builds in their lives, something that they haven't experienced for a long time. And, you know, at the end of that, they have a life where they can live their purpose out, which we uh, celebrate. I'm sure it's challenging, but it sounds to me like a happy place. And certainly for people who've gone through the whole addiction process, uh, when they get into this opportunity to have levels of restoration, no doubt it is a very happy place you're talking about. Uh, let's take some calls. A uh, number of callers been waiting patiently like this one. Uh, thank you very much for your call. A non-anonymous caller. Uh, welcome along. Good morning, Neil and Joanne. Um, I had a question. It's I thought it was worthwhile asking on air in case it would help anyone else. I was just wondering, with Teen, Teen Challenge, um, I understand what your services offer, but I was wondering if there's anything as a proactive or preventative measure um, for children who are at risk of going down the path of um, drug or other addictions due to complex and destructive family circumstances. Um, I've got a 15-year-old son who um, has been exposed to um, domestic abuse and other issues which are pres- and it's, it's really affected him um, and I'm just wanting to access services to help him before he goes much further down that destructive spiral where he does need to access um, and he's not showing any signs of that I would say but he's showing a lot of signs of distress there's a lot of signs of um, other unhealthy um, relationship characteristics and I am just know you're talking about the root cause and looking beyond the addiction. I was just wondering what Joanne um, and Teen Challenge could offer um, someone in a similar situation to ours. Joanne, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, look, I'd love to answer that. Uh, a part of what Teen Challenge in Queensland do, we have a family support worker and so she's very skilled in this area and she often goes out to visit um, teenagers and uh, those that are not within the age group that we can have them in our centres. And she is a wealth of knowledge, has uh, some fantastic resources and is able to even refer on if it's things that we can't actually help with. So we do work a lot with families and that's a resource that, that Teen Challenge Queensland has. Okay, I hope that's answered your question. Thank you, yes. I, so I'm alright to get in contact with you guys to then be put in touch with other organisations if you guys aren't able to help in that regard, is that right? Absolutely. We have all the resources, all the referrals that would be needed. Just call our office. Um, all of our details are on our website. TeenChallengeQLD.org.au to be directly connected to Joanne. Thank you so much for your call. Taking calls on 1-800-316-316. Let's hear from Tess in Esperance in Western Australia. Hello, Tess. Welcome. Hi. Um, I went through Teen Challenge myself and I know prior to that I really wanted to get off drugs and uh, I tried. I, I ended up opening 
my heart and my story to the church and um, although they were there to support, it is hard. Um, what I found successful, well, actually, when I was um, just refraining from using for a, just a short period, all the unresolved issues and all the pain emotionally, and it's not even clarified what is going on. It's just a, cul- a culmination of everything you've shoved down over the years. Um, it, it's unbearable, just absolutely unbearable. So there's rather to turn to drugs again to make it go away or to get some healing. And um, so I was referred to a counsellor who referred me to Team Challenge. And um, in that play, there's a process of um, learning who you are in, in God, like who God says you are, that you've been forgiven and and all sorts of wonderful godly truths that really transform your heart from the inside out. But also it was... You're making just um, beautiful points there. Let's hear from Joanne. Joanne, your thoughts for Tess? Tess, it's so wonderful to um, just, you know, hear a little bit about your journey, and it is always such a difficult journey when you are... Uh, you've made that decision to overcome addiction. But, you know, I think the points that you make are so important that this is something that we just can't do on our own. We actually do need someone to walk beside us. And I think that that's the real heart and soul of Teen Challenge is that we love to walk beside people, to give them the skills and to give them, you know, I guess that hope for the future. So thank you, Tess. That's an awesome um, story. Tess from Esperance, thanks for your call. 1-800-316-316 to join in our conversation. Let's take another call. Pavey is on the line from Tasmania. Hello, Pavey. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Pavey, what are your thoughts? Well, I just really appreciate Teen Challenge because when I was 23, I'm 52 now, and uh, I went in there and I just found the Lord's mercy and talking about Easter, well, it was Easter time on the Friday. I went in there as um, a violent alcoholic on intravenous drugs, and I was a single mum. And anyway, so, and it was Easter Friday, and there was a, uh, it was all dark in the room, and we're all sitting there, and and someone, it was a shadow of the cross, and someone said this beautiful poem about the Lord, and you can hear the nails going into his hands and it was just beautiful and just I just felt the Lord's forgiveness like he was merciful to me and he just loved me and forgave me and and we all washed each other's feet and it was just a special moment and from then on I just knew like when I stuffed up that he would um I'll I'll come into the throne room of grace and he'll forgive me yeah Pavey, awesome. I think awesome. you're uh, you're getting us all choked up a little here. <laughs> Your thoughts, Joanne, for Pavey? Pavey, what a beautiful story. And um, I guess, you know, uh, what we're all about is restoring hope and rebuilding lives. And when you hear about your experience and, and coming into that place of understanding God's forgiveness, you know, that is such a powerful principle in that journey of recovery and understanding that we are going to, you know, fall, we are going to stuff up at different times, but then we have someone who we can turn to, the Lord who actually is always there with forgiveness. Yes, and our brothers and sisters in Christ, 
We so so need each other. We sure do. Pavey, thank you so much for calling and sharing your thoughts with us today on 2020. Our talkback line remains open. 1-800-316-316. There's lots of responses too on Facebook. We might tackle some of those in just a few moments, but I just do want to mention... And it is very significant. Team Challenge is a faith-based organisation and their rehab centres are self-funded. And, you know, you've got some, uh, always there's going to be financial needs and always the expansion depends on how generous people are in supporting Joanne. So uh, the idea that, that you do need some help from time to time, this is a powerful part of where these sorts of programs can go. Yeah, absolutely. Look, you know, um, Teen Challenge um, is a faith-based organisation and we do um, rely a lot on our uh, donors and sponsors to be able to continue the programs that we offer, which are just life-changing programs and so important to for us to um, be able to continue to, you know, offer those programs. But, you know, uh, what I have seen over the time is the, you know, wonderful generosity of people understanding who we are, what we do, um, you know, the integrity that we have in our program and also that we are really committed to remaining and continuing as a faith-based organisation. And uh, therefore, it is very important. We have lots of fundraising that we do, um, sustainable projects, uh, micro enterprises, a whole lot of things. I'm really passionate about sustainability because um, I know what we do is so valuable and I want it to expand. And so we are really passionate about seeking ways of sustainability for Teen Challenge into the future. You've got a fundraiser that's going at the moment called What's Your 50? And... And uh, give us a little impression here. What's all this about 50? Well, look, you know, this is an exciting year for Teen Challenge because this is 50 years of Teen Challenge being in uh, Queensland established. We were the first Teen Challenge in Australia to be established by uh, Charles and Rita Ringmer. And this is a, a really exciting year for us. And also we celebrate this year of 20 years of our rehabilitation centres in Toowoomba. So it's like a double celebration. So the 50 is about Watch Your 50. We're encouraging our supporters and those that uh, love what we do to, to do something around 50. So, Neil, I'm doing something a little bit crazy and I'm actually walking 50 Ks in one day. So that kind of <laughs> is going to take anywhere between you know, 10 to 12 hours to walk. But I figured, like, it's worth it. And so we're doing that, our head office, all of the staff there, we're embarking on this journey on the 20th of August and we're going to be walking 50 Ks and we're going to be raising money doing that. But there are others. We have um, James Holbeck, who was an ex-Wallabies player, and he's doing a 50,000 vertical um, climb, which is just amazing. So, you know, he's raising money for us as an ambassador. Uh, there are others that are doing, you know, uh, cycling around 50. So it's anything that you can think about. Some people are baking cupcakes, 50 cupcakes, and they're selling them or they're having a dinner party. You know, it's about 
being creative, going on our website and looking at what they can do to raise money around What's Your 50? And uh, getting creative, as you can say, uh, go to the website and you can see what other people are doing creatively. And if you want to be a supporter, and I guess if you're doing something physical, like uh, doing a walk or uh, baking the cupcakes, you're not just giving a few dollars. You're actually connecting with the goodwill and the heart of an organisation which has got a 50-year history, and uh, that'll be Teen Challenge. We are taking calls. We'll take another one in just a few moments. There's responses, though, on our Facebook question today. Uh, It says, how hard is it to see the possibilities for your life when you are in a state of brokenness? Suze says, hard to see the hand reaching out to you when you are in a pit. All you know is the texture of the pit. It's coldness, it's isolation, until a friend helps you look up and the way out. What are your thoughts when you hear those sorts of sentiments? Yeah, and look, you know, that is really the crux of it. You know, when we're feeling like that, when we're feeling like we're in a hole, that there's no way out, there's no light at the end of the tunnel, we often need others around us, you know, and that's we see that even in biblical terms. You know, Moses needed Aaron and her to uphold his arms, you know, in the battle. And so we need people around us. And, um, you know, just as um, that uh, caller was saying, you know, he, they needed a friend to help them to point the way out of there. And that's what we we need. We actually need to reach our hand out for help. And that's my encouragement to those that are feeling desperate. You know, you feel desperate and isolated if you don't reach out. You have to make one step forward to reach out to someone to connect. Keith says it's very, very hard. Faith trusting the Lord, positive affirmations, etc. work sometimes, but when you are truly broken, they mean nothing. The isolation and the loneliness is excruciating even when people are around. Time and prayers help, but truly sometimes it simply requires a friendly ear and a hug and empathy without judgment to start the journey of recovery. What are your thoughts for Keith? Oh, Keith, I totally agree with that. Totally agree with that because there's often those times where, you know, we just need to be able to have someone that we can be honest with, someone that we know is going to respond to us in a way of in a non-judgmental way, but someone who's willing to listen. And, you know, we don't we don't expect them to have all the answers, but we need someone that we can trust. And I think that that's the crux of what we're saying. We need people that we can trust in those circumstances. Taking calls on 1-800-316-316. Let's hear from Granville in Western Australia. Hello, Granville. Welcome. Oh, good morning, Neil. I really enjoy your show. And, and it's very interesting, the topic you've got on at the moment. Thank you. My wife actually suffered from depression for years and anxiety. And sadly, uh, she took her own life uh, eight years ago in July. And she's good, she had a good GP. Uh, it started with panic attacks, a good GP. And she tr- we tried and she saw psychologists. We tried as much as we could. And she's a Christian like I am today, of course. Uh, it's a complex area, but it's in, it's really good to come across an organisation I hadn't heard about, Teen Challenge. It really has such a lot of success in getting people off drugs. My wife was addicted to uh, Valium Normus and Panadin Fort, and uh, she never was able to beat that to come off it. But she, what she probably needed to have done was to gone into a drug rehabilitation clinic, but unfortunately that, that wasn't possible. But it's good to see these positive things, Ness, because... 
you know, depression, anxiety, addiction, it, it affects so many people in the family. Uh, and uh, at times you feel, um, it, she used to feel as though she's in a deep hole and she, she had no hope to get, to get out of that deep hole. Yeah. But, you Randville, know, there is hope. Wonderful to sorry. hear this story. Let's get a thought or two from Joanne. Yeah, yeah, you know, just just listening to that story, it's it really does, you know, it's heartbreaking because it is the story of so many. And, um, you know, I think that it comes back to, again, that there is hope out there. But, you know, the reality is that there is many uh, families and many people just like yourself who have suffered, you know, through this horrific um you know, journey of addiction and depression and sometimes ending in, you know, someone taking their own life. And so, you know, there's really no words to even say around that except, you know, our heart is deeply touched by that. And it's the reason why Teen Challenge is so passionate about offering hope to people, seeing them rebuild their lives. Could I I ask you... You know the family worker that you have working with people once they've been through the drug rehab. Are they like a, a social worker than your family work, family workers? Are they like a social worker that works with people? Yes, and, and well, uh, definitely our family um, support worker does work in that area of the social work. But she also, I think the the difference is there is a lot of um, family support workers around, but um, there's not a lot of them that actually have the understanding of addiction so in the AOD sector the alcohol and other drug sector and so I think that that's where we are we differ a lot from just family support workers we actually have the expertise in the alcohol and drug um, addiction. Granville thank you so much for your call and uh, we'll put a a line under calls now and uh, just as we come to a close for our conversation just a few minutes left let me ask you Joanne about where people get in touch with Teen Challenge I gave the website and I'll give the website address in just a few moments Uh, that's Teen Challenge in Queensland Uh, what other states uh, what other bases are there around the nation? Sure. So um, Teen Challenge is in um, most states of Australia um, and you can just easily find them by Googling them in your state and there would be um, information on, on there to be able to point you towards the right direction. Now, I know that they're in your Queensland base. There are often people who are coming from all over the nation. They come from other states to go through yours in Queensland. No doubt it's the same for other bases where you've got people coming into state because you're sort of getting out of your environment and you're into a whole fresh set of contacts, a fresh environment. Is there value in that if you're trying to get free? Yeah, absolutely there is. And people do choose it for that exact reason, Neil, to actually break from the friendships and the pressures that they have. Um, And we've sometimes found that to be extremely successful. Um, I think a lot of people come to us as well because we have a women's centre and there's not a lot to offer women in um, you know, in this area where they're struggling with addiction. And so I think we receive a lot of calls from out of state and New Zealand as well. Joanne, just reflecting back to the foundations of Teen Challenge for a few moments and 
Pastor David Wilkerson and uh, anyone who's seen that old movie. Now, I say it's an old movie because it's going back to the 1970s. It's still really, really current in the in the way that it uh, conveys the need for uh, the, the sort of ministry that you have. But those sorts of values that were reflected in the movie, do they still continue on in uh, all of those teen challenge operations all around the world? It's an amazing way to set values in place to make a movie about the founder's life. But those sorts of values, are they still existent? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, obviously every um, teen challenge that operates throughout the world, they are autonomous. And so, uh, you know, they're... They're self-governed and having to raise their own funds. So I can't speak for every single centre, but I I know by Global Teen Challenge that we're connected very closely with that, you know, there is that value system that is there throughout all of the Teen Challenges. And I can speak specifically for Teen Challenge Queensland is that we um, very much uphold the same values that... um, David Wilkinson had all of those years ago because that's our roots. That's our foundation. In fact, what I say, it's our DNA and, um, you know, we'll never lose that. It's very different, isn't it, when you think about going through detox and rehabilitation with a secular ideal and what comes with the Christian foundation, with the values that come Uh, with the presence of God, uh, with dealing with timeless principles to apply to a life. And then at the end of it, as I said earlier, there's so many wonderful testimonies, even on your website, of people who have experienced the love of God in the way that they've gone through rehab. This sets Teen Challenge apart from lots and lots of other organizations. Yeah, it definitely does because, you know, that value system that you were just referring to, Neil, is that DNA that runs, as I said, right the way through Teen Challenge and that comes from the very foundations that David Wilkinson set all those years ago. Uh, We know that it's the God factor that makes a difference. We know that um, anyone that, that knows the Lord and that is a Christian understands that the pieces can only be put back together by God and that deep healing can only take place by allowing him to do that work in our heart. That's where we see the transformation of lives happen. Well, we mentioned What's Your 50. You do have a fundraiser going now. Wonderful opportunity for listeners to connect with you and to start a friendship with support for Teen Challenge. And I'll give the Teen Challenge Queensland website, teenchallengequld.org.au. You did say Google Teen Challenge to get those connection points for most states around Australia. Wonderful getting your insights once again today, Joanne. Thank you so much for coming in and sharing these thoughts with us today on 2020. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you for having me, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.